Welcome to my podcast, Mind Slow. I'm Tegan Rabina, a women's life and relationship coach who specializes in helping other women, just like me, attract the relationships they deserve, have the confidence to step into their full potential, embrace their imperfections and authenticity, and be the change they wish to see in the world. In these episodes, I'll talk about relationships, communication, boundaries, balance, mindset, growth, intimacy, compassion, and so much more. You'll walk away from each episode with a deepened awareness of your habitual thinking and new perspectives and tools that will allow you to create positive change in your life today. You can explore all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. So today for my um, podcast episode, I'm going to be chatting about destination living. That's what I'm calling it. So I'm going to be breaking down some ideas for you that um, can, well, basically I'm going to be offering some new perspectives on, on our lives and on this idea that we're in constant pursuit of something. So what I mean by that is we've all grown up with this idea like you know we've all kind of gone through this system where we go to school and you know we're in first grade and then after first grade we go to second and after second we go to third and we're like okay once I get to third then I get to go to fourth and you know you get the picture so it's like a constant kind of step-by-step process of I need to do this so I can get here I need to do this so I can get here and there's nothing wrong with that per se um but what ends up happening, I could go deep into the conditioning of this, but I'm not really going to focus too much on that, is basically we spend each day waiting for the next day. So we, we, you know, end up doing something like working a job that we don't really like, but we just feel like we have to do it because that's the only way that we can, you know, pay our rent or that's the only way that we can be successful Um, You know, like this job, I hate it, but it gives me a big enough paycheck that I can go on a holiday every year and escape my life for about a month or two. So this is the idea or the concept that I really want to explore with you today, because for me, there was really a couple of big shifts in my reality that occurred when I chose to change my perspective on what success meant for me and what living um, life on my own terms meant for me too. And, and what I want to say as well is I'm going to be sharing things that have worked for me, um, that have allowed me to, you know, release belief systems, um, and let go of limiting beliefs that were keeping me contained in this reality that I was dissatisfied in. You know, I thought, oh, well, I couldn't do that or I can't do this, or that's just like, Um, really far-fetched, you know, these beliefs that keep us playing small, they keep us in a reality that we don't enjoy, but we've been convinced that that's actually how you should do life. And another thing I want to talk about quickly is the fact that we are conditioned almost, like we are told that like, well, I was told, I know for me, and I think for most people living in, um, you know, middle-class families, it's like, you know, you can't really do what you love. You know, you can't do what you love because you can't make money in that area. And I remember when I was in year 12, I went to a, they they had like a career teacher or something come around to the school. And, you know, we all like filled out a little sheet about things that we were like, were interested in. And then we would speak with the careers counselor 
and they would basically tell us what what um, university degrees we needed to get in order to do a job that we wanted to do. But what was really interesting about this is I remember, like, mine was all around food. I've always loved food, nutrition. I've loved knowing what's in my food. Like, that's something I've been passionate about for many years. And I remember going into that interview and it was so interesting. And it's so interesting that it stuck with me because basically what the career teacher did was cross out the lower income jobs. And this is like, this is the job you need to get. This is the job you need to do. So it was like, oh, you like food. Cool. Um, oh yeah, you think cooking's cool? Well, you don't really get that much money doing that. So I probably wouldn't do that. And then it was like, I think it ended up being that I loved food. Like that there's a broad range of what that can mean, of course. And I left being told that I needed to go be like some food scientist or something. I can't even remember. Basically, someone that works in the labs for companies testing the food quality. I don't even know. Can't really remember. But it wasn't really like what I wanted. It was just like, oh, here's this little idea about what you want to do with your life, which we, again, like the, I was like 17 when I was asked this question, like, you know, who knows what the fuck they want to do when they're 17. So again, it's just like straight away, it's kind of weird. Cause it's like, what are you going to commit to, you know? And I left there just going, okay, so I've been told that the best thing I sh should do is go to school. Um, I need to do, you know, this in this class. Wait a second. My, um, heater is really loud. I'm just going to turn it off quickly because it's really loud. Wait a second. I'm back. I'll cut this out or you can listen to me run, whatever works. Um, anyway, basically what I got out of this experience was, okay, wait, so I need to know what I'm doing now. Holy shit. And I'm like, how stressful is that? And then two, in order to go to like do something I love, um, they gave you like subject prerequisites. Like, so I had to do chemistry in order to get in like a, an offer into this degree and I hated chem. I did not like chemistry. If you know what I did though? I did chemistry in year 12 because that's what I was told I needed to do. I needed to go do this chemistry class so then I could get an, you know, get like meet the prerequisites to like get into this university degree. Um, and it, it all just seemed very interesting to me. I remember I was like, okay, like, thanks for that. But I'm not like, you know, I ended up actually finishing high school and I decided to join the army. That can be a whole other podcast episode probably. But for me, I was just more set on getting different experiences. That's what I remember being set on. I was like, I just need to do new things. I need to keep trying different things. Um, and I soon found that you know, I've had a many, many jobs and I've lived in many different places over the last few years of my life, but there was always this feeling that I wasn't there yet, if that makes sense. So, you know, when I, when I was in the army for three years, you know, I was in a secure job. My parents were really happy because I was, you know, in a secure job doing whatever being in the army was and how important that was. Like, you know, as I said, whole other episode, but basically I always felt like I was just one step behind. I always kind of felt like I was chasing the end of a rainbow. And, you know, the closer I got to the rainbow, the further away it seemed. It was like, okay, like, I'll be really happy, you know, you know, I'm making money, I'm able to buy, like, you know, all my basic needs are met now. 
my my health insurance, my you know shelter, food, all my basic needs are met. I have a car. I can you know I I'm able to save money. I'm also able to you know go fly and visit a friend if I want to. You know I'm able to you know have fun with my money as well. So that experience was really interesting because I realized that even with all of my basic needs met. Even with really great friends, like surrounded by great people, I still kind of felt like I wasn't there yet. It was like, and then my mind would attach to what I didn't yet have, even though where you are right now, having that thought, you once didn't have the things that you have in that moment, if that makes sense. So I started to realize, like, I just don't feel satisfied. You know, it's like, it was like there was an itch I just couldn't scratch. Um, and I was enjoying my life, but I was just feeling like there was something that I just couldn't get my hands on. Um, and, and the thing is, like, it, it's actually, I could see that it'd be quite easy to ignore this because I was still enjoying myself. You know, I was still having a good time. Um, but really, um, moving overseas, moving to Canada where I've been the last two and a half years, that was really the tipping point for me that Poop. Like basically it was the cliff edge that I jumped off that took me into my quarter life crisis or whatever the hell you want to call it. I just call it an FGO, fucking growth opportunity. Again, thanks to my friend Delaney for bringing that up because that is the best phrase ever. But I came to Canada and I kind of just started questioning everything. I was like, what am I, you know, where am I going? You know, it's like, where am I, where do I, why am I always stressing about the next step? Why am I always worrying about the future or living in the future. Like, why wasn't my mind here and now? And, you know, this, as I said, this past two and a half years really has been a roller coaster. It's been a rocky road. Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I genuinely see those harder moments um, as things that I'm immensely grateful for because they allow me to continue to expand and grow um, and, you know, believe things and like release, uh, release thought patterns and beliefs that don't serve me so I can continue to, um, experience my life in different ways. And I think that's really cool. Um, but you know, I can see how it, I can see how you would, a lot of people stay in this cycle where they constantly feel like, oh, I'll be there soon. Like, and even the whole system of like, Go to, go to work 42 hours a week, and then when you're old enough, you can retire. Like, it just, the whole system, when I stood outside of it, I was like, that just doesn't really make sense, does it? Why would you, why would you need to retire from a life when you loved it? You know, if you love your life, why the fuck would you be counting down the days until you can retire? Like, it just seems bizarre to me now at the time it didn't you know going back a few years that was just made sense I'm like that's just how it is but now that I've as I said chosen my thoughts instead of remained subject to this conditioning I can now see that that's just not something I vibe with like it's just not something that I personally I personally want to spend my days doing something I love and then there's that whole idea of like well the thing is, if you love something, it doesn't feel difficult for you. It doesn't feel hard. And since you've been conditioned into thinking that success comes from hard work, sacrifice, and it comes from basically going through the fucking mud, um, we often just, we often don't even see that what we really, like all we really have to do is chase what we love. Um, not chase even, it's just like, just follow what you feel called to do don't question how it's going to work out and just 
I really think the ultimate goal should be embracing as many moments as we possibly can. Because this is the thing, when you're living with this like mindset that like tomorrow is going to be better and that when I have this certain amount of money in my bank account, then I'm going to feel secure. Or when I finally meet the love of my life, then I'll feel like, you know, then I'll feel full of love. Or, you know, these kind of like when I get this car, then then I can like, you know, that that'll be worth me working all of these hours so I can afford this car. I don't even know. But you can see that living life like this, it leaves you with this edge of dissatisfaction, even if your life looks successful to someone else. And this is what I'm trying to get out. It doesn't matter what your life look like looks like to someone else. It doesn't matter how they define your success. What matters is how you define your success. And this is really what I want to touch on here. My perception of success has really shifted um, in the last year and a half. And I don't even know what I used to define success as, honestly, because success used to really come from my ego and it would come from like how other people saw my life. And it was almost like my success came from other people acknowledging that I was successful, if that makes sense. And I remember when I was living with my um, ex-boyfriend back in Australia, I had, you know, I had a great relationship at the time. It was great. It was exactly what it was meant to be for that time. And I was living in a beautiful house and I had a lovely job that I did genuinely enjoy. And, you know, I remember getting so much celebration from my friends and family, like, wow, you, you're just like living the dream. And I just kind of remember still feeling dissatisfied and thinking, is this my dream? Like, is this me? Is this even me? Or is this just, is this just what I thought I was meant to be doing? And my whole life fell apart when I came to Canada and about a year in, shit went down. My engagement was um, called off, you know, I ended up, you know, being all by myself over here in this country, like my family are on the other side of the world. All the close friends that I had met moved um, away very rapidly, obviously due to the state of the world and what was happening in the last couple of years. And I was really back to just square one with myself again. And what an opportunity it was. As much as I was like, there was a part of me that was like, why the fuck is this happening? I really held on to that belief. I was like, I know that I'm strong enough. And the reason this is happening is it's it's here to teach me something. And I thought that at the time when this was happening. And that heavily reduced my suffering of that whole experience. Because when you know that things are happening for you and not to you, you'll just flow with that experience instead of getting looped back into a cycle of suffering that ultimately is unnecessary suffering where we can often end up in this place for, you know, days, months, years, whatever you call it. The real perspective shift though, I don't know if I even covered it, was I stopped valuing my my worth, my success, my the quality of my life off external things. For example, how much money I make. Um, even like what I possessions I own. Um, I, I, I love my place and my home looking nice and homey and I've still done that. But like I'm really detaching from, from things outside of me and realizing that, you know, items don't increase, like they don't, they're not the source of anything. They just amplify my experience and having a non-attached view and like basically realizing that nothing external to me is actually the source of everything, anything that I actually need allows me to really enjoy those external things when they're here 
for and then if they if they happen to leave it because I'm not attached to it it's not as painful so I basically decided to retire this idea of destination living and this idea that like oh yeah I'll be successful when I have a hundred K in my bank account or even like even 10k whatever it is doesn't matter what the value is it's just like Oh, I'll be I'll be happy when I find my you know my boyfriend or my fiance or my husband or I'll be happy when I get a pet cat or blah 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 and there's nothing wrong with like enjoying um, the external uh, things of course nothing wrong with it it's also realizing though that those external things that you're surrounded by are a direct reflection of your internal world so if you're finding yourself dissatisfied in your workplace, in your relationships, um, where you're living, what you're doing. That is a direct reflection of your internal world and how satisfied you are within and also what you believe is possible for yourself. And oftentimes we won't even open up that rabbit hole to explore it because we don't genuinely believe um, that there's another option for us. So we kind of, we, we, we subconsciously convince ourselves that this is the only way, which actually stops us from exploring the fact that it isn't the only way. And subsequently we end up living this kind of life where we're kind of like living a halfway life where we're not fully happy. Like we're not, we know we're not living as abundantly as we could, um, whether or not we admit that to ourselves. Um, and we also, we aren't living a life that we hate either. We're kind of just in the middle and we're like, mm, yeah, it's all good. Like that's what I was doing. And you know, and I see why people live there because it's like, there's less, there's an illusion that there's less sacrifice there. It's like, this is safe. This makes sense. I can see the next step. Um, so, you know, I'm going to stick to this cause I can see it cause I'm certain cause I'm in control. But the thing is, we're making such a huge sacrifice when we live life like this because, well, we're not really there every day, are we? We're just living for tomorrow and we know what tomorrow brings. So we kind of there like, yep, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, whereas living kind of a life of more uncertainty and not knowing what your next step's going to bring can be stressful and it fucking was stressful. It still is stressful. I'm still working through that conditioning of realizing that my worth doesn't come from outside of me. It doesn't come from anything external to me. Um, however, there is nothing wrong with, as I said, like, you know, amplifying your experience by investing in yourself, investing in, um, into external experiences or materialistic things that can amplify, I repeat, amplify your experience. Not, they're not the source of your experience, um, the, not the source of your worth or your success, but they amplify the internal success that you have found. And the cool thing about that is you can, you're one, you know, you could just be one step away, like one moment away from internal peace and from like success within. And that's what matters because if you're walking around looking successful to others and whatever they perceive success to be, which is different for everybody, and you're seeking validation through the external and through what other people think of you, you're never really going to feel in control and you're never, you're never going to reach that. There's, you're never going to get there because that is like temporary fuel. It just, it runs out and then you need it again and then you need it again. Whereas when you realize that you are the source and that you actually don't even need fuel, like you are the source of everything you need and everything you desire, your quality of life 
goes up so much. Like you, you are so much more connected to your experience. You are so much more connected um, to others. Like, you know, I used to feel like there was an itch I couldn't scratch. And the level of intimacy and pleasure that I feel in my life now is like, is incredible compared to where I was when I was kind of like, oh yeah, I know what the next step is. I know what the next step is. Like, I don't know what the next step is in my life. And that has been really hard for me to accept because I've been raised in a conditioning where I should know and it's responsible to know. But now I've seen and I realize that I make the rules, you know. I get to choose what's um, worth my time, what isn't worth my time. I get to choose what success means to me and what other people think success is. That's their version and they're totally entitled to that and it doesn't need to overshadow or suck up my version of success. That's a choice I make. Like giving away your power and thinking, oh, I could do this if my family supported me or I could do this if I had enough money in my bank account. You are choosing to write a narrative where you don't have the power and that is shitty. I've, I mean, we all do it. Like, and this is the thing, like it is a part of being human. It's We work through that. It's nothing wrong with it. But ultimately, this destination lifestyle and this living for tomorrow mentality, it stops us from living in the now. We're never fully here in the moment. And if you just take a breath right now and you feel that breath entering your lungs, it's like that's the moment right there. And how beautiful is the simplicity of each breath and the fact that you don't know whether you'll get the next breath or not. No one knows but you know that you have this moment now, so you might as well live it to the fullest. You might as well experience as much love as you can, and in doing so, you'll also experience pain, because that's just the equal, you know, duality of life. And we often, we don't allow ourselves to get truly vulnerable, or to truly let go, or to give it our all, because we we don't think we're strong enough to deal with the other side of that, to deal with the pain, the suffering, the sadness, blah, blah, blah. But when you release control and you release attachment and you realize that you get to decide what success is to you, you get to decide um, what everything means to you, then you can reshape the game for yourself and you can redefine what those difficult emotions mean for you. I think one of the hardest conditionings to get through is realizing that it's okay for you to feel sad and frustrated and angry and sad and all those things. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean you've taken 10 steps backwards. It usually means the opposite. It usually means that you're going, you're going within and you're looking inside of yourself and you're reshaping how you see things. And with that comes discomfort, comes frustration, comes all of these things because you're ultimately letting go of some, a part of yourself. You know, this idea of who you are, you're, re, you're changing it. And that really can feel rocky because you won't even know who you are sometimes. But the beauty of that is you get to feel the full scope of your emotions and of your experience. And to me, that's a win. Like, yeah, look, there's some hard days. We all have them. But when you're open to the full experience and you stop blaming and victimizing yourself and feeling like you don't have control and like you don't have the power... Um, realizing that you have everything you need inside of you is very peaceful. 
and it allows you to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your life because you can. And the thing is, if you're not happy where you are right now and you, if you get real with yourself right now and realize like, hey, look, I'm, I'm okay, but I'm not fully satisfied. How cool is it to know that you have the full control over that? And like, that doesn't mean you should be shaming yourself. This is what stops so many of us from looking inwards. We, we instantly go, well, that's not fair. Like we go into that victim mentality of like, oh, well, that's not my fault. Like, you know, that's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. We shame ourselves and that stops us from even opening the door and reshaping how we think about things. We should be celebrating that, you know, celebrating our imperfections instead of beating ourselves up for pointless shit that doesn't actually mean anything. Anyway, I could keep rambling on, obviously, but I'm going to finish it up there. I hope you got something out of this episode today. And yeah, if you get anything out of this, I just want you to know that you can do anything. You are fully capable of your wildest dreams. And if you don't believe me, just know that what you believe is true. And just because you believe differently now doesn't mean that you are destined to think that way forever. It is a choice. You are able to reshape your reality at any moment, at any time. You can change who you are in an instant, you know? Um, so yeah, that's what I want to leave you with. Like some big ideas, I guess. Feel free to like do some journaling, take some notes, ask yourself some questions. Like, am I really happy right now? Am I holding back? Am I being too hard on myself? Um, you know, for me, I'm always identifying where I'm too hard on myself. And that actually allows me to extend more compassion. And then with that, it allows me to take another step out of my comfort zone because I realize that I have my own back. And such is life, you know, it's a continuous journey. Let's learn to love the journey. There's no destination, my friends. Life is always now. Learning to love the journey Learning to be as much in the moment as possible as you can in your own life. That is the that is my definition of success. How many moments can you spend in the now? I'll leave you with that.